Hello, I am Jalen Baker, and my big idea is that stories should be told by the people living them. So I hope y'all are enjoying this show. I hope you're enjoying listening to it and learning from it as much as I enjoy making it. As much as I enjoy talking with people, as much as I enjoy meeting people and hearing their stories and kind of, you know, collecting their big ideas. This is Chris McAdoo, as always, honored to be in your ears with the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. Thanks, as always, to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center for helping make it all possible. KEC, as it's better known, is a nonprofit business accelerator located right in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee otherwise known as the Maker City. Today's guest, Jalen Baker, the ultimate storyteller, the ultimate guest host for some pretty exciting episodes that we'll tell you all about. Um, Jalen is the storytelling coordinator for KEC. She is the inclusion and outreach coordinator for Dogwood Arts, and she's a founding member of Open Arts Knoxville. So, you know, long story short, she's a storyteller. She's a photographer. She's a community leader. But most of all, she's a listener. And I cannot wait for you to, well, if you've not already met her, <laughs> to meet her for season two. But then also check out episodes from season one where she guest hosted quite a bit, um, bringing to light stories from the KEC's 100 Knoxville Business Accelerator Program. Just incredible, incredible, incredible people and incredible stories. Excited for you to meet Jalen Baker. We're bringing Jalen back to have these incredible um, conversations with folks that have been through the 100 Knoxville. It's a business accelerator program from the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. Um, but just as important in, as that is, Jalen, you were a born storyteller. I right? guess I was. <laughs> as a photographer, as a writer, as, as a community leader. And what are some of the things that you look at now differently than even, you know, the last time we heard from you was back in the, uh, back in the spring, right? And what are some of the things that you've really come to believe so strongly in that brings your big idea to light? Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back because I really think that I was a born creator. I don't know that I was a, a born storyteller in the sense that I'm talking about right now. But when I was a kid, I mean, I loved just like taking construction paper and pencils and making cards and like creating things for people. I didn't find photography until high school. And I started out just taking self portraits. Like I, I literally was just taking selfies all the time. That was like, because not basically because no one would take photos for me. Like I couldn't get my siblings or friends to, to model for me. So I just did it myself. But as I grew in using photography as a storytelling medium, I realized the power that it had to turn people's attention to stories and, and just like the life within someone. And so I started learning how to use photography it, through college, through um, just trial and error, like experiences in commercial photography and feeling like, well, I'm telling stories, but do I believe in these stories? And so I kind of just like fell. Well, I don't know if fell is right. I mean, I, I tried a lot of things and finally found where I use photography as a tool in community work to help elevate the stories, uh, the voices of people that are living stories that need to be told. 
Well, I think it's interesting that you know, your big idea is the folks being empowered to tell their own stories. I think each of us can relate to that in the yeah. terms of, you know, are we understood? Is what we are trying to say as people, as business owners, as artists, as entrepreneurs and everything else, right. are we saying you know, are we are we you know sort of yelling into the wind sometimes, and and whatever we are trying to get across is that being appreciated by the folks that need to hear it? Right. Yeah. And I, I feel like um, just with so many different noises out there in the world, there's there's so much competition to be heard, and so particularly when you're talking about like um, global conflicts or like issues that are like really heavy and everybody has an opinion about it, it can be really um just distracting to listen to all the voices but when you pare it down to okay who is this actually affecting who is actually at the center of this issue and am i am i listening to them am i getting their perspective it just like really clarifies like how to at least for me how to approach life and what's happening you know because otherwise like who do i listen to there's so many voices well and speaking of listening like I think as we go through life, I've come to understand, and anybody who knows me will laugh when I say this, but I understand how important, how much more important listening is than talking. Yes. Right? And, and so in the groups that you work with and the folks that you work with to create better spaces for people, things like Oak Knoxville, stuff like that, who are we not really listening to that mm -hmm. we should be? Yeah, it's the people that are on the edge of the room, the people who are like the wallflowers, who are really not going to come to the center unless you kind of invite them, unless you say like, hey, this space is for emerging makers, this space is for beginning artists, this space is for people who like, don't feel comfortable being in the spotlight, but they their opinions need to be heard. So especially with Oak Knoxville, I mean, our next event is an emerging artist exhibition and talk. So built into the event is a time to actually hear from them. It's not just, hey, put your art on the wall and then shrink back into the shadows and hope people receive it well. It's like, no, we actually want to hear like what went into you creating this series. Why, why is it important to you? Um, and so creating that space where people feel invited to speak up is really important to me. And I, I get to do that through Oak Knox with my friends um, and like co-founders. Our little team is so fun. And then also like working with Dogwood Arts, um, just finding ways to get that, go after community input and, and get that first before we create something new. Because, um, you know, we all have ideas for solutions and what can make something better, but like, is it, is it really going to make it better? Let me ask the people who it's going to serve first. <laughs> well, and I think about, so for the folks that are listening, not everybody is an artist or they wouldn't consider themselves an artist. We have technologists, we have, you know, entrepreneurs of the kind. So for the, the person out there that is maybe a decision maker in an organization or a decision maker, or they want to be a decision maker or a leader, what are some like concrete things we can be thinking about to change that mindset, to look around and make sure that that wallflower gets brought to the table? Yeah, be a listening leader, be a leader like with eyes that go beyond yourself and your own bubble, like really look into the shadows and see who's over there and then like invite them out, invite them back to come to the center of the conversation. Um, I think so often the issue is like we act too fast. We just want like a solution right now. And as opposed to, you know, listening takes time. It, it requires patience. It requires us to keep our mouths shut 
to first like gather input from someone else. So just be patient, be slower, go about things slower. The power of staying quiet, the power of listening. Like that's what we kind of keep coming back to here. And I mean, I will say this from my experiences, just the past you know few years being with Knoxville Entrepreneur Center with the Maker City, I've got to hear from and experience so many different people, so many different voices that have absolutely exploded so many things that I thought were, oh, this is definitely a thing. Right. And it's not because of some big heroic effort on anyone's part. It's literally just been like, oh, cool. We're spending time in a room together talking and listening to each other and listening to those stories that we don't normally get to hear. So I talk a little bit about your experiences with, you know, these upcoming, we're going to have special episodes. Um, dropping on, uh, I believe we're going to drop them on Thursdays coming up with interviews with recent 100 Knoxville graduates. What are some of the standout, uh, the overarching tales that you, you know, that people brought to, to you, to those conversations? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love those, those shoots. Um, I love those, those sessions just because I think, you might look out on the outside of a program and feel like, oh, you're going to go and get some business tips. And, you know, obviously they, they get hard facts, like things that are really going to make their business grow. But what stands out is the difference that um, different things that I guess like mentors or, or cohort leaders will say that affect something like in their soul. It's like, I am worth this. I like I um Tony Harrison said I need to stop short selling myself. And it was less about well obviously it has to do with like, you know, cash flow and needing to like make your business work for you, but it was more about like her realizing her own worth and value. Like what she brings to the table is worth charging full price for, you know, and lear- learning that lesson like I was learning from them as I was listening um just to how their mentors really impacted them. Well, and I think that's a lesson that we can all take away, you know, from from today's episode is learn to listen and learn when to speak, right? Learn when to speak up. So for someone like Tanya to understand, oh, wait, this is a thing that people care about. Yeah. And it's, and it's worth money that can help feed my family, that it's can help build it. my community, that can help do these amazing things. So not shortchanging the things that we bring to the table exactly. when, we get, when we are there. Exactly. Right. So Jalen... I guess um, if folks want to learn more about you know, everybody that you've been talking to and some of the organizations that you're working with, uh, where can people go? I would say follow KEC's Instagram because we're going to be dropping all the episodes that are coming out every Thursday yeah. on there and linking to everybody's like social media, their website. And so if you want to go and support, donate, volunteer, um, go buy their stuff. The links will be on Instagram. Well, and that's okay. Actually, you said one of the most important things is 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 if you are an artist, if you are a, a, a singer, if you are a scientist, if you are a product maker, if you are a whatever, your friends, they don't support you by getting free stuff. That's right. If you want to support your buddy that's got a show, you know, coming up, pay the ticket price. Buy the ticket. Buy the product that they are selling. If you believe in them, believe in what they are doing and spend the money. We we tend to think about things in abstract terms. We tend to think about things in pats on the back, but really it's dollars in the pocket. Right. right? That's real support. 
And these, all of these are local businesses. So regardless of where you are listening from, think about the folks in your local community that are making a difference, that are making cool stuff, right? That are making you know, cool experiences and go spend your money with them to make a long-term lasting difference, not just for them, but for the community as a whole. Mm-hmm. Agreed. hundred percent. Jalen, it's been a blast having you back, uh, you know, at the mic. And I think everybody is going to love these upcoming, uh, these upcoming episodes. I sure hope so. They're awesome. I loved them. Jalen Baker, y'all. She is a powerhouse, a force to be reckoned with and a storyteller like none other. I promised you. And I promised you more episodes. So over the coming weeks, we've got special Thursday drops of Jalen's conversations with 100 Knoxville cohort participants. Awesome stories, incredible people. And I just think you're really going to enjoy these. You can learn more about 100 Knoxville at 100knoxville.com. It is an accelerator built to grow black owned businesses by $10 million in five years. And Jalen digs in deep with each participant. I think you're just, you're going to love these stories. You can also learn more about the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center at knoxec.com. And hey, if you like what you're hearing, (laughs) go listen to the rest of the episodes. We've got like 70 of them. Bigideaswelcome.com. And go on whatever podcast, you know, thing you're listening to and go give us a rating. Go give us a review. And more importantly, share with your friends, families, neighbors, even your enemies. It helps so much to spread the word and it helps spread the stories that we are telling through this show. And I love hearing from you guys. If you've got big ideas, I want to hear them. Hit me up. Hello at BigIdeasWelcome.com. Y'all, this is Chris McAdoo. As always, honored to be in your ears. Now, let's get to work. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxec.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com.